Hello, Bible Beaters. Welcome to another episode of the Bible Beater Podcast. This is the Lord of Hosts, Caleb Campbell, joined as always by the interrupter, Kyle Vesner. How's it going anyways, Kyle? I forgot how good the song was. Yeah? Can't get enough of it? Cancer slug. Give it to him. Hung like cancer Jesus. Slug. Cancer slug. Hung like Jesus. You're the shit. You know what? I get so sick of this song from just... Hearing the first 15 seconds over and over and over again till I die. Is it the die. entire song like two minutes long? Yeah, it's like so short. It's <laughs> less than two minutes long. You get the whole gist of it. You do. It's less than two minutes long. Yeah, it's less for sure. That's crazy. It is. Moon Sorrow does bird 140. noises. Moon Sorrow is like birds, bird noises for like three and a half, four yeah, minutes. That's proof right there why your music sucks. It's <laughs> awesome. They get it done. What's up, Kyle? Girls, What's new? get on your knees because I'm hung like Jesus. Uh, happy Halloween. Or it was else... fucking bullshit. What? I didn't get any fucking kids. Yeah, I know. I bought candy to my too. door. So bummed. You live in an apartment, though. I did... Kids from your building come by, I thought. Not even my neighbors with kids came over. They're like, stay away from that guy's house. <laughs> I guess. I didn't even see them go out or come back in, so we just... Because I was gonna, if, if I saw them, I was gonna give them just go and give them candy if they weren't coming by. So we just left notes on their door and like six full size chocolate bars. <laughs> we got all this. He, you kind of reverse trick or treated. You're like, you went. Over I know. There. I didn't know what to do because I bought it for them. And I'm like, I don't want to eat all this chocolate. <laughs> Should have went over in costume, knocked on their door, and said trick or treat, and then gave them the candy. That would have been fucking hilarious. <laughs> I. Here's the thing. We were waiting for kids. For like an hour and a half. Just by the window. And I called my dad. I was like, when is trick-or-treating supposed to like end and start? He's like, it's supposed to pretty much end now. It ends it's when like it gets 7.30. Start. Yeah. So I was like, well, that fucking sucks. We got no kids. So I was like, we got to go to com- We should go to comedy. Yeah. This stupid open mic. It was awesome. Half the people dressed up. That was funny. Yeah. I bombed. Yeah, everyone bombed. <laughs> that audience sucked. It you wasn't really them. I wouldn't... My... It, well, I didn't do it. I didn't no, do well. I, I was fucking too. drunk already. I also mm. bombed. Actually, blaming the audience is a sign of a shitty comedian, but that yeah. audience did suck. Did they? They were just like, I don't know. Like, they weren't fun at all. They were like... Here's some people say that. It's like, is there a comic that could make them laugh? Yeah. If the answer is yes, it's you that sucks. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's true. All right. Um, What else? Yeah, Kyle? so we got like... I gave them... I don't know if it's weird to do, but I gave them chocolate bars. And I was like, what if the neighbor sees that they have chocolate bars? So I could then give the neighbor. And I was like, fuck it. Might as well give the other neighbor. So we just left chocolate bars on all their doorsteps. <laughs> Is that a weird they thing must, to do? Yeah, they must think it you're It feels weird. It feels They're weird. They're like, that guy doesn't know how fucking Halloween works. He comes and ha- hides chocolate bars like it's Easter. We wrote notes. <laughs> Happy Halloween from your neighbors. We left chocolate bars. I think that's a nice gesture then. Is it? Yeah, I have I hoped mean, it was. It seems dumb. The hopefully, day after. their dogs ate it or something. <laughs> they died. <laughs> yeah, and then you ru- and you ruin their lives. Luckily, there's no real chocolate in the chocolate bars I gave them, so their dogs would be fine. Is that the newest conspiracy? There's actually no, not a lot of cocoa powder almost in those cho- type of chocolate bars, so your dogs can eat them. Are you talking about mainstream chocolate bars? Yeah. So which what's a co- chocolate bar with enough cocoa in it for Kyle? For a dog to kill dogs, the ones I kill dogs, the dark ones. I get myself some ninety nine percent cacao, the one that sucks all the moisture out of your mouth and you eat it. So that kind. it, it murders is dogs like a motherfucker. You that kills dogs, not me. After that long winded shitty episode, <laughs> that's the best. What is it? Episode thirty four. 
I think it's 34. I don't know. <clears throat> Hands down, my favorite rant. That's Caleb. the maddest I've ever made Caleb. And after that, he won't let me make him that mad again. And I don't like it. <laughs> I have to be zen. I have to realize that he's just doing this to bug you. <laughs> yeah. Move forward. I can't listen to that without pissing myself <laughs> laughing. You're so dumb. It's so funny. Okay, so... Um, I got this argument with like another comic that came over because I was making fun of him and he was getting mad. Yeah. And he's like, these aren't even clever. But I, I wanted to be like in the moment. The point isn't to be clever. The point is to make you mad, which you are. Yeah. So I just kept on doing it. Did you say that? You should No, I didn't. Because I wanted him to... That would ruin the illusion, you <laughs> see. And he would stop being mad then. The whole point was to make him mad. Yeah. I think most of the time, like dealing with hecklers or that comedian com- comedic wit or something, it's just say something. It yeah. doesn't have to be that good. It doesn't like, really. Yeah. That's why it drives me nuts when people try to do crowd work. Yeah. And they're like, so what do you do? Huh. <laughs> what do you do now? No way. Say anything about it. Yeah. Just just say anything. Call him fat. Call him a dumb shirt. Call him anything. I've heard people say the most retarded shit. But it's just something because they're just waiting to laugh. They've said yeah. their thing and now they're like, I can't wait to hear what you're going to say about it. Yeah. It can even be non-related. <laughs> they like they say something about Kelowna sucks and you're like, well, fucking your shirt's dumb. So fuck you. And then everyone laughs. Yeah, Kelowna sucks is like half my material. Yeah, that's basically it. Anyways, like, I can't move. This podcast sucks. So we should start <laughs> reading the Bible. Um, do you disagree. Remember, do you remember where we were? Aggressively disagree. Do you remember what we read last week, Kyle? Oh, fuck, I should. It was about Gideon. Uh-huh. So Gideon, they routed the Midianites, and then they chased them, and then they went through Ephraim and through the other place. And yeah, they were their like tiny-ass army. They were like, can you feed us? And they are like, no, fuck you. And they are like, we'll, we'll remember that. Do shit. you have the kings yet? And they said, um, we actually don't have the kings right now, <laughs> but we're going to get the kings. We promise you, I owe you two kings. <laughs> And they were like, nah, get 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 out of here. And so We've Gideon heard that scam before. Gideon came back with the kings and then bur- knocked the tower down and like made everybody mad. Did they, like, they burn murder all the men? They burn it down or something. They killed them. Yeah. He Gideon told his son to kill him and then he wouldn't the son was a big pussy, so he had to do it himself. As is the man, so is his strength. And Great. then he cut them down. Yeah. And he made them uh wear like thorn bushes. And then Gideon died, and then right away the land the land had peace for forty years, and then they prostituted themselves to Baal again. The right, people of Israel. Well, forty years. That's immediately. Yeah, it's not. The people who remember God are still alive. Well, you can think about that this way. I mean, it's been how long since World War II? Sixty years. That's it. Forty-four, forty-five. The war ended. Oh. And we're in... T- I mean, it's been... 60 70. years. 70 years? No. What? 60 to 2019. Okay, yeah. So it's been 70 years. 75. So twice, much. two times that. And you can already see people now today that are like, we should have another war. I think a war would be good for the world. And you're... That's like, you say that. No. There's clamoring all over the world for war. Yeah, it's going to happen. <laughs> You're bloodthirsty. Up, Uprising. You're like, I was just in the Middle East. I can't wait to like kill each other. I never said that. You I did. actually, I literally said that. <laughs> You're like, I can't wait till the Jews and the Palestinians murder each other, and, and it starts World War Three, <laughs> and then I can finally be happy. Is what you said literally to me one time in confidence. <laughs> as soon as the mics turned off, I said that. Um, 
No, I don't want that to happen. But back to the would you fight the Bible here? I I've always said that I wouldn't, but I've I'm sort of changing my mind that if it actually gets if it comes down to it and it's the apocalypse, just not the apocalypse. It'll, it'll be just a, World the, War Three. If they drop nukes on somebody, it'll be the apocalypse. What if there's a no nuke? What if there's a nuke ban? A I, war with a nuke ban? Could we have another war without nukes? Well, they did. They did. They had the Korean War. They had the Iraq. They've had a lot of wars. I mean, a world war. Um, we don't know. That is yet to be decided. Mm. You can reasonably expect a man to walk a tightrope for twenty minutes. To do so for a hundred years would be impossible. I say, blow those sand inwards up. You don't. Jesus <laughs> Christ! Kidding. Moving on. Um. So. Sand was for nice people. Gideon. Gideon. Gideon has died, and his son Abimelech you is taking over. You know how good over. of a slur the N-word is that you can just add other verbs to it and make it a new one for other people? Yeah. That's great. You can't really call white people that, though. You probably could. I mean, You Wigger, probably could. Wigger yeah, is, it's close. It's, it's close. It's lame, though. I'm trying to think of... Uh, it's not biting. No one's like, you wigger and gets mad. They could call us in Canada, like, ice N-words. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> Gotta like it. Or Scandinavians, yeah. Just Russians. Okay. I tried to write a joke once that was like about that, and apparently someone else had the, has a bit that I've never heard of. But I was like, uh, the whole bit was just because I wanted to say spaghetti, N-word, for Italians. <laughs> the whole bit was just me getting to say that. And you know what? Didn't work once. Great. <laughs> no, no one and it's does. also not worked on the podcast. <laughs> Just try to recover from saying the sand one for, before. Try to justify it to our listeners. This is so bad. Judges chapter 9. Abimelech. Abimelech? I regret nothing. <laughs> we could say, we could hard reset right now. None of that Absolutely was... Absolutely not. That was a terrible beginning. It was great. Every time you say it sucks, I'm like, that was awesome. That is not, That's why you don't improve. Disagree. <laughs> Disagree. Again. <laughs> Uh, Abimelech, son of Jerobail, went to read with more enthusiasm. Did you study today, Caleb? Do you like that upside down? Study. Do you like the upside down mic? I hate it. I didn't notice it was upside down. Um, why? Is it, what's the matter with it? Uh, Jordan did. I don't know. It just bothers me. Oh, because the cords up here. Yeah, doesn't really matter. It's actually easier for reading. Oh, good. Um, so Abimelech, son of Jerobail, went to his mother's brothers in Shechem and said to them, and all his mother's clan. So I guess those weren't his full brothers, if they're his mother's brothers. Weird. Ask all the citizens. That would be an uncle. His mother's brothers. Went to his mother's brothers. Yeah, his uncles. And all his, his mother's brothers are his uncles. I, I, for some I reason, guess that's not his real brothers. Yeah, you're right, Caleb. I thought, that would be an uncle. I thought it was brother. I read it as mother's brothers from his mother. Like maybe he. No. No. They it, would. I mean, different father. They would be half at best. Yeah. Different from your mother. But that would never happen because it was only men that were allowed to have more than one woman. If women had more than one dude, they were stoned to death. And I'm sure it happened, but they didn't put it in the Bible. Yeah, they didn't. <laughs> Absolutely not. You know, I read somewhere that like a big 10% deal. of people are raising kids that aren't theirs. 10%. That seems too high. Seems way too high. Seems way too high. But you apparently mean, that's the You mean 10% are raising kids that aren't theirs and don't know it? Or yes. I mean everything. I think because well, that—that's totally reasonable. I know like five friends that are have, raising. I think kids don't that, know it. Okay, 
and I don't know it. Don't even. But bother. I'm gonna speculate. So here we are. So yeah, ten percent. Could you fucking imagine, like knowing that stat? If I ever have kids, I'm being like, I'm I'm DNA testing you immediately. Immediately. <laughs> immediately. Could you ever tell your wife that you could be like, I don't trust you because of statistics. Um, I don't think. I don't think. I don't think that marriage they, would work. I don't think that you could. I don't think so either. You have to do it sneakily. But you'd have to. But you also knowing you, Kyle, you probably just be like, listen, I just have a. I'm a weird guy. I have this thing in my head. I just. I'm. We're gonna test our kid, okay? And they'd be like, what the fuck, Kyle? You're like, just let me get this off my chest. That's kind of how. Yeah, that would work for me. I should take it back. I could get that done. Yeah, I mean, if if I ever get married, I'm even though I'm not rich, I'm signing some sort of prenup. Like I have nothing. I have literally nothing. I'm like, look, I just so you know, I'm signing on this dotted line here, and you have to too. You're not getting it. What? And if you know, prenups don't apply to anything after you're married. Isn't that the whole point of them? No, it's just it protects the money for, that you had before marriage. If you make it while you're married, she could take that. Well, that's stupid. Then <laughs> yeah, don't ever get married or have a well, girlfriend. I never planned on that it. You live with. Don't have a common law wife. Here's the thing. You can take half your stuff now. Do you have a prenup for Camilla? I would. Because you need one. You guys are married now. No, she. In, in we've been over this. Of the, of the government. You're married. We've been over this, so I'm not talking about it. But isn't the whole point of the prenup, though, <clears throat> to like say, look, and I feel like that women get mad. Like, how dare he even ask that? I feel like it's fully in the right of the guy to ask that. Like, Listen, this is what I want you to sign. How dare you? Then I would be like, dodged a bullet. Yeah. Uh, if she wouldn't sign it? Both, both. If like the chick, ha- if like it's bizarro world and the chick somehow has money, right? And she's marrying a poor guy. Rich chicks never marry poor guys though. They There's there's rich girls. No. But they almost always, yeah. There's, dude, there's the stereotype, the trope of the deadbeat boyfriend. That, yeah, the like, boyfriend. Yeah. That happens. They fuck them all the time. They don't marry them. <laughs> they never marry them. They like marry. They always marry a guy richer. So like a guy never gets to take half a girl's shit. It it's, must have I know, happened. Of course it's happened. Yeah, but you I'm say it's words, never happened. You say words like always and all women all the time, which drives sure. me nuts. Hyperbolic. I'm hyperbolic as fuck, dude. <laughs> I typed in what percentage of people, and you know Google finishes shit for you. Yeah, like this is what Google thinks of me. You know, like individually. What percentage of people have herpes? That's <laughs> the first thing. That's what you always say to me when we're testing the mics. So what percentage of people have herpes? Syphilis. Syphilis. How many people have herpes? 69. In the world. <laughs> 67. What? According to World Health, 3.7 billion people under the age of 50 have a herpes simplex 1. That's 67% of the global population. Let's bump it up to two, two times. <laughs> two more. That's the lip one, though. It's from all those fucking eleven percent, fifteen to forty nine have circum- type two. Um, it's all those rabbis botching circumcisions and spreading it around. That's some fucked up shit. That's happening. I don't think. Okay. Anyways, let's get back to the Bible here. What was I supposed to search before? Oh yeah, raising kids that aren't their own. Yeah, what do you think it actually is? We're not doing this. We're not going to become the podcast that looks shit up on the internet and talks about it. We are the Bible Beater Podcast. You're not reading it. Though. Everybody can go to. Fu- I've been trying to read it. If you want to do this podcast, you can go be like a Joe Rogan clone and talk for two hours about fucking your knife collections. We are doing that, but I'm just, it's, this, so, it's just me interviewing you every time. Abimelech, son Wouldn't of... would that be awesome? No. 
Just every Abimelech, single time. son of Jeroboam, went to his mother's brothers in Shechem and said to them in all his mother's land, Ask all the citizens of Shechem, <clears throat> which is better for you, to have all 70 of Jeroboam's sons rule over you, or just one man? Remember, I am your flesh and blood. So he's saying to, I don't know, the big clan over in Shechem, you want. So Jeroboam is Gideon, and he had 70 children. And this guy, Abimelech, is saying, do you want 70 rulers or just me? And we'll Who the see. fuck is Abimelech? He's Gideon's son. Jeroboam. Oh, he's taken like, he's like, do you want, let me do it. Yeah. Let me rule everybody. Yeah, exactly. Fuck my 69 other siblings. <laughs> yeah. That's some, that's ballsy. When the brothers repeated all this to How the How old citizen, is he? It doesn't if say. you have 70 kids? Gideon? Yeah. Yeah, I know. Well, that's obviously... There's going to be like 40-year age gaps. No, I would say... Well, maybe that's possible. How many women? Like, It's got to be at least 20. You think 20 different women? That's two kids each. No, it's probably more like that's 10. Not, you can't do basic math. It's over three kids each. It's if 20? It's 20? Whatever. Yeah. I can't do it off the top of my head. It's three to third. I just fucking... I just go with like my brain's first impulse. I don't actually like... You literally do. <laughs> It's a simple divide 70 by 20, 20, 40, 60, Stop it. almost stop it. I don't play poker all day for work. All right, Kyle. Oh, yeah. I don't have, I don't Suck have my fat poker. No one dick. I can math. only do, fra- I can only do fractions. That's it. That's the end of my math skills. Poker so what based fraction- fractions. Okay. So the- when the brothers repeated all this to the citizens of Shechem, they were inclined to follow Abimelech for they said he is our brother. They gave him 70 shekels of silver from the temple of Baal Berith, and Abimelech used it to hire reckless adventurers who came as, who became his followers. I'm never getting married. That's so awesome. He hired reckless adventurers? Yeah. I mean, I, that's got to be a different word for mercenary. That became his, what, followers? So his brothers said, he is our brother. They The brothers joined in the alliance of you know, Abimelech, under like one guy. Under- so they, they were like, eh, we'll be second in command. It's better than fighting him for it. Sure. He must have been an impressive person. So he says they, they, they give him money, and then he used it to hire reckless adventurers. So he hired some mercenaries. <clears throat> he went That's to his, awesome. He went to his father's swords, home. Swords for hire. In- I didn't even know that existed back then. Of course. I guess mercenaries, history. it's got to be as old as prostitution. The second... Yeah. Hey... Give me some of your food, and I'll go punch that guy and take his food. Give me some of your pussy. Yeah. And I'll go punch that guy it's, two for one. That's mercenary. Like mercenary for <laughs> prostitution. Uh, Dude, I'm never getting married. I looked this shit up. I'm, I'm, I'll drop it after this. But fuck this. 70%. This is what this study says. 70% of women. stats.com. I don't trust it if it's not stats.com. It's medicaldaily.com. I don't know. It doesn't seem... It honestly doesn't seem legit. It sounds like they're trying to sound legit, but they're not. Okay. 70% of women, when asked, claim they have cheated on their spouse, married women. That's fucked up. 70%. That's true. 70%. Where did these women get... Is this worldwide? Is this like in... It's probably LA. Yeah. (laughs) 10%. 10% of dudes are unknowingly raising a kid that isn't theirs. Okay, so moving on. He went to his father's <sighs> what home. What do you do? Let's say, right? Second kid. What do you mean? First kid's yours. Okay. Pass the test. Second one, you're getting these secrets she doesn't even know. 
Second one. You dump her. You break up with her. The trust is gone. You have to leave. Yeah, that's true. As soon as you can't trust somebody, it's over. That's good advice. (laughs) It's because it's all. I remember that for when this definitely happens to me. (laughs) (laughs) One day, for sure. You know, you could. You know, people believe in the secret that you put stuff into the universe and it comes back to you. Yeah. Yeah. That's just. I put up. If all the things come back to me that I put into the universe, oh yeah, my life's gonna be miserable. You're gonna get nuked <laughs> yeah. and raped to death by a sand inward. <laughs> Love that face. We gotta get video just so I can everyone can see that fucking face it's, that I enjoy so much. It's disgust and disappointment. He went to his father's home in Oprah. <laughs> And on one, Caleb tried not to laugh on Mike. And on one stone, murdered his seventy brothers. What? What? The mercenaries. So the brothers said, "You guys should all follow this guy." That's why I was trying to read this Bible instead of hearing about fucking. I know, but I had it stuck in my head. You know, couldn't get it out. Couldn't listen to what you're saying. Anyways, the brothers say we should support this guy. They give him money. He hires mercenaries. Then he went to his father's home in Oprah, and on one stone. Murdered his 70 brothers, the sons of Jeroboam. I'm confused of what that means, one stone. I think that's like like an execution stone. Like, okay, next, cut his head off. Next, cut his head off. Oh, fuck. Yeah, he murdered his 70 brothers. That were on his side. Yeah. They're like, give me money to help me lead you better. And then he bought people to kill them. Yep, that's what happened. So this is a very upstanding citizen here. So he's the head of the Jews now? He's the head of his mother's clan. This is kind of the story of Israel and kind of the story of different tribes. And you could almost consider them different countries at one point, all the 12 tribes, because they kind of acted in their own interest. It kind of sounds like it. And sometimes they fight against each other and there's disputes between tribes. 70 But when it comes down to it, they usually, if they're at war with any outside power, they always ally with each other right so he murdered his 70 brothers but joe i just realized that wasn't siblings that's not even the girls all so the he boys. had like 140 kids probability speaking probably had 140 children yeah it's crazy hey how many is that now with 20 different wives <laughs> oh god Come 70 on. 70 70 what 70 140 divided by, by 20. two Oh, I thought... 20, 20 different wives. Oh, God. Seven. Hey, yes, we got there. Uh, but Jotham, the youngest son of Jeroboam, escaped by hiding. So he didn't murder I'm 70. I'm doing this so people can stop calling me the dumb one, you know? You are the dumb one. <laughs> yeah, I know. Which is... So you have... He says he murdered 70, but the youngest one escaped. So he murdered 69. Yeah, nice. Hell yeah. Then... <clears throat> um, Dude, anything I do, if I do it 69. Then... What if, you were, what if you had OCD to do stuff 69 times? I wish you would uh, not interrupt me 69 times. 70 times. Now I'm going to have to do it with this podcast then, or it doesn't count. Then all the citizens of Shechem and Beth Milo gathered beside the great tree at the pillar of Shechem to crown Abimelech king. Now, is, I think this really is the first him? king of Israel. It, really? It says crown him king. So he stole, he stole it, essentially. He, what, is his dad dead, though? Yeah, so Gideon's dead. Gideon <clears throat> when did died. they say that? Um, right at the end of the last chapter. That oh, was okay. the last thing we read. Remember? Gideon was <clears throat> subdued. 
During Gideon's lifetime, the, the land endured 40 years of peace. Then he went back to Joash. He has many wives. His concubine with him also bore him a son named Abimelech. So it's his concubine son, Abimelech, not oh, even his. Oh, so he's like, fuck those real. Yeah. So then he siblings. killed them all. So Jotham was told about this. He climbed on top concubine of Concubine sounds like cattle, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, you have your wives and your concubines. And you have your fuck pig. Over there in the tent. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Isn't that what it sounds like? It sounds like livestock. Especially, like, the, the thing about the old school surrogate mothers, like how Abraham had to have sex with his concubine because Sarah couldn't have kids. Mm-hmm. That's, the I think, the most weirdest part to me is that they, like, have a kid and then the wife just claims the kid. Like, that's my kid. Yeah. And it's clearly not your kid. Yeah, but you raise it. And you love it like it's your own. Unless you actually have your own, then you treat that thing like shit. (laughs) Miserably. Like a stepchild, like the stepchild it is. When Jotham was told about this, he climbed on top of Mount Gerizim and shouted to them, Listen to me, citizens of Shechem, so that God may listen to you. (laughs) That makes no sense. Listen to me. Citizens of Shechem. So God will listen to you. One day, the trees went out to anoint a king for themselves. They said to the olive the trees? tree. Yeah. This is is a, that an expression? This is a parable. What's a parable? Parable is a story ex- with simple fucking language for dumb people like you <laughs> yep. so that they can understand it. I already like better, it. Better. You know? So olive tree, you say. So one day the, the trees went out to anoint a king for themselves. They said to the olive tree, be our king. I don't know what that means. They. What is that? A, is, that's it. Take it at face value. Is that a simile? It's a parable. It's a story. (laughs) Yeah, but it didn't happen. What is it referencing? But the olive tree answered, should I give up my oil by which both gods and men are honored to hold sway over the trees? Next, the trees said to the fig tree, come and be our king. But the fig tree replied, should I give up my fruit so good and sweet to hold sway over the trees? Because I don't get this or like it. Then the tree said to the vine, come and be our king. But the vine answered, what does that mean? Should I give up my wine, which cheers both gods and men to hold sway over the trees? Let's just prop props to the Bible for saying fucking wine gives cheer to men. Yeah. If they only foresaw hails, they would have wrote that in there. (laughs) Finally. All the trees said oh, to it's the th- vodka and iced tea. It's the shit. Finally, all the trees said to the thornbush, come and be our king. The thornbush said to the trees, if you really want to anoint me king over you and take refuge in my shade, but if not, then let fire come out of the thornbush and consume the cedars of Lebanon. Now, if you have acted honorably and in good faith when you made Abimelech king. It's hilarious. It's hilarious to talk to trees and being like, if you don't like me being king, Immediately combust into flames and burn everything down. Oh, you didn't happen? Guess I'm king. <laughs> I'm gonna explain. I am this. now. God. I'm gonna explain <laughs> this to you, you stupid retard. <laughs> as soon as I finish this little parable, I am. It's like being like, I'm God. Unless God kills me right now, I'm Jesus Christ. Your level of like reading like anything that's not literal or at all ab- abstract is mind-bottlingly bad. I have no subtlety. <laughs> so. Now, if you have acted in good faith, um, when you made Abimelech king, have been fair to Jared Barrel and his fair uh, family, and if you have treated him as he deserves, and to think that my father fought for you, risked his life to rescue you from the hand of Midian, 
But today you have revolted against my father's family, murdered his 70 sons on a single stone, and made Abimelech, the son of his slave girl, king over citizens of Shechem because he is your brother. So he was obviously... Shechem... Abimelech's mother was obviously a Shechemite concubine, and he went to, like, those people... Slave girl, they just called her? Yeah, this is the youngest brother of That ran away. Yeah, that hid. And he's saying... And now he's talking to... So he said... His little story. He said to the olive tree, do you want to be king? Who is saying that? It's a fucking... It's, nobody's saying that, Kyle. The youngest kid is saying to the people of Shechem, and he's using this story as an illustration. He says to the olive tree, do you want to be king? And he's like, I got this oil. I, I have a job to do that's not being king. He was asking the tree to be king. In this story. I thought he was asking the, tree- the olive tree if he should be king. No. I misunderstood no, that whole thing. The trees are intelligent <clears throat> beings. and they, the trees. I thought he was asking the trees if he should be king. You're retarded. I get it now. So the oil- I thought he's like, olive tree, should I be king? And they're like, sure, olive oil's great. One day the trees <clears throat> went out to anoint a king for themselves. That's how it starts. So the olive tree says, I have a job to do. Next, they came to the fig tree. He's like, I make all this fruit. And then the, the thorn bush says, if you want me to be king, I'm going to destroy everything. And then he's saying, that's what Abimelech did. He said, you you asked different people to have to be king. And they were like, no, nah, I got work to do. And Abimelech now is the thorn bush. That's great, actually. I really <laughs> like that now. <laughs> so, You're too busy making awesome stuff. My foot's falling asleep. I have to stand. Oh, God. <laughs> fucking tripping over cords. You're pulling shit out. You're unplugging it. My fucking... Podcast is down. Ugh. My stool was... The, the My headphones were wrapped around the stool. Like, anyways. Where are we? This, I feel like this podcast is off the rails. Oh, baby, is it ever. <laughs> so today, you murdered uh, 70 of his sons, made Abimelech, the son of his slave girl king, over the citizens of Shechem because he is your brother. If so you, he went to like a neighboring town and told them this? He went to the Shechemites. Who Which they, is what her, the dude's mom concubine mother's from. Yeah, so Abimelech is Abimelech. popular with the Shechemites. They, he just got, they all just said, yes, be our king. And then they were going to crown him. And the young, he's like, kill my brothers first. Because that's my first act of being king is getting these fucking 70 they, guys out of the way. And they did it. And they did it. Now the youngest brother's kind of like, listen, you crazy people. Abimelech is not the guy. He's the son of a slave girl. How is he allowed to uh, to speak like that? He hid. You don't listen at I all. I know he hid, but now he's talking to them. So he came out and like made, started making this speech. And why didn't why didn't uh, Abimelech go? Yeah, kill that, kill that. You missed one. Kill that guy. You'd think that would happen in this somehow in this scenario. He was able to do a speech. Just like let him speak. Maybe we he... killed sixty nine people. They didn't put up a fuss. But let the fucking... It seems pretty implausible, doesn't it? A little bit. A little bit. Let the guy that's trying to fuck my shit up live. You know? Let's hear him out first. Let's make a lot of good points. I am a terrible king. (laughs) Right? Yeah, you'd think they would kill this guy immediately. Like, immediately. And he's like, hang on, I got a story about the trees first. So... Like, if if he actually came out and they actually liked him that much as king, one guy would be like, oh, forgot one. Whack. Yeah. Axe in the back of the head. Done. Problem solved. <laughs> Anyways. Sto- story in the, over. In this story, he's... Let's just skip it. Next one. I'm over it. I've solved the problem. If then... He's talking to the Shechemites. If you have acted honorably and in good faith toward Jerobail, that's Gideon, and his family today, may Abimelech be your joy. 
and may you be his too. But if you have not, let fire come out from Abimelech and consume you, citizens of Shechem and Beth Milo. And let fire come out from you, citizens of Shechem and Beth Milo, and consume Abimelech. <clears throat> that has an exclamation point at the end, so he must have exclaimed Consume. It. So, so what's going on right now? Is so, he still talking? So Jotham, then Jotham fled to Beer, and he lived there because he was afraid of his brother Abimelech. So Abimelech said, if I am not to be ruled, flames come out and kill me. Oh, Abimelech didn't say any, any of that. So that the was brother all the said youngest, that. All the youngest sons. So he was like testing God. He was like, burn him. And then God is it like, He was actually no. talking to the people of Shechem. That was saying, oh. that was supposed to illuminate how they've they made a bad king. Oh, they hired like, a thorn bush king that's going to choke them and fire will come. This is like a, a Hitler beer hall speech yeah. to rile the people up. And then yes. they're like, eh. Not not buying it. And then he had to flee to beer. Gotcha. So that's what I do. I to escape my problems, I flee to beer. Mostly vodka, but Hey-o. I started with beer. After Abimelech had governed <laughs> his You wanna hear more of that? You can come to Dakotas. Every Friday and Saturday night. Seven to nine. Then jo- <laughs> Then Jotham fled. After Abimelech had governed Israel three years, God sent an evil spirit between Abimelech and its citizens. Maybe it's all the sand and words running around. Oh, everybody, (laughs) you heard it. Running around the podcast, just being spoken willy-nilly. I'm just only going to leave that one in. That would, oh, man. That would be fucking And it would great. seem like it came from nowhere. Yeah, it really. Maybe. <laughs> Perfect. You have the, this This is the feel of like two kids saying bad words at the back of a classroom. It does. That's exactly what I was going for. But I wanted to say that I wanted to seem more self-important that like thousands of people will hear this, but it actually really, we really are just like two kids at the back of the classroom and only the people closest to us can hear this. Uh, maybe later, maybe someday this will be like, can you believe those fucking idiots? We, we, uh, we were in thousands. We were, and now we're back in high hundreds, but it's like my bank account. Yeah, exactly. I have about as much listeners as I have money. We keep on spending it, and the currency's the Edward. <laughs> <laughs> oh, looks like we lost another hundred. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, now I have to leave it all in. <laughs> Shoot, <laughs> that's your. You like love leaving it in. I know. I do it every time. I come inside. Don't pull out. After Abimelech had governed three years, God sent an evil spirit between Abimelech and the citizens of Shechem, who acted together treacherously against who acted treacherously against Abimelech. God did this in order that the crime against Jeroboam's seventy sons, the shedding of their blood, might be avenged on their brother Abimelech and on the citizens of Shechem, who had helped him murder his brothers. In opposition to him, these citizens of Shechem set men on hilltops to ambush and rob everyone who passed by, and this was reported to Abimelech. I mean, that's a pretty good government policy. Rob everyone that goes by you? (laughs) (laughs) 
It's kind of what the cops do, am I right? <laughs> Hell yeah. I guess. Like, what is taxes? Exactly. Other than robbery. Robbering. Yeah. Speeding? What is... I'm going 10 over. Why do I have to give you money? Does that make sense to anybody? No. Now, Gail... Gal, son of eBay. What's the biggest ticket you've ever got? Um, I know I got one that added up to 420 because we thought it was hilarious. <laughs> oh, man, that's a great story. <laughs> we were... Going up fishing in Kitimat, that's like an 18-hour drive from where we are, and we had a bunch of weed, and we had my old van. I used to have this fucking sick van, windowless, 1993 Chevy car. Windowless cargo van. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Creepy as hell. Oh, yeah. Painted it matte black. Oh, God. Had big, fat tires on it. Um, Was it white when you bought it? It was tan when I bought it. White on the outside, red on the inside? (laughs) Um, It was fucking awesome. All the rapes. We drove it all the way to Kitimat, and when we were getting in... So we had a bunch of weed to smoke to make this drive go be more interesting. And yeah, 18 hours is a long time. We were making some sort of gravity bong. We needed tinfoil. I don't really know what that is. So you, <clears throat> there's different ways to make it, but the way we made ours is we took a two-liter pop can and you cut the bottom off. A two-liter bottle, right? Yeah, bottle. Not can. No, bottle. Plastic bottle. And then you... I pictured that immediately. A two-liter can? That would be <laughs> fucking awesome. Um, or you cut, not the bottom off, you cut a hole in the bottom. So you fill it with water and then you put the weed in and you light it and then you drain the water out, which pulls all the smoke into the thing. Uh, And then you smoke it on the top. Gotcha. So it's like a, it's like a ghetto bong. Anyways, we needed tinfoil. So we sent my youngest brother, Simeon, host of this podcast when I'm not around to Indecivoy. Shout out. And he comes back five minutes later, gets in without tinfoil, slams the door. Well. I'm banned from Safeway. <laughs> <laughs> what? We're like, what the fuck, man? He's like, I'm banned from Safeway. They caught me trying to steal tinfoil. I was like, why the fuck <laughs> were you trying to steal tinfoil? <laughs> this is what he did. He goes in, asks an employee where the tinfoil is. The guy says, oh, it's right over there. And he goes over, notices that it comes in like, you know, 50 or 30 meters, right? Or feet or whatever oh, the fuck. Oh, fuck right off. He takes some of the tinfoil. And he's like... We don't need all of this. And he starts opening it. And the same guy, he just asked for directions. It's like, what are you doing? He's like, uh, he's like, are you stealing that? So he's like, no. He's like, yes, you are. Are you using that for drugs? No. Wow. <laughs> he just knew. He's like, get out of here. You're banned. You're banned from Safeway. <laughs> so Simeon got banned from Safeway. We all called him the biggest fucking idiot. So and then he could have just put it in his like. Coat. No, the guy saw the whole thing. I mean, just picked it up, walked around the corner, put the whole thing. I know. I mean, but also, why not just, just buy it? It's like four dollars, three bucks. Yeah. So we're smoking weed the whole way. Did one of you at... go back in and buy the tinfoil? No, we went somewhere else. We all laughed our <laughs> heads shame. up. Yeah, we're just not going shame. back in there. It's like you look a lot like the guy that just got banned. So in between fucking Vanderhoof and fucking middle of nowhere, there's this. F- intense roadblock like six rcmp cars across the highway they're looking for people and we're all like oh fuck oh fuck joab's driving i'm in the back we're all baked as fuck it smells like weed in there like we'd been smoking weed literally the entire the whole time. six hour drive or eight hours to fucking i think end. back then if they smelt weed they this were just like eh. 2008 <laughs> or nine so we get to the roadblock, and the cop's like, okay, how many people are in here? We're like, five. And he's like, no seatbelts, I see. We're going to need you to pull over there. Fuck. 
So they pull us over, and the cops. You were too like, high to put on your seatbelts for a roadblock. There's no seatbelts. I told you it was a cargo van. Oh, we're sitting on a fucking futon. I had like so there's couch, two front seats. I had and... a couch, a futon, and a lazy boy back there, dude. It was the shit. That that is awesome. <laughs> and you ever, you ever smash back there? I never did, but my brother did. <laughs> your van? Yeah, two chicks. Same two time. chicks. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> so, dude. About a million dollars. I I it's outside of a like, fucking dude, punk show the at the. Thing. It was outside of the punk show, like down the street. That's at, the best thing I've ever heard. At the Mission Hall, I came to go in to get a drink, and I opened the door, and there's two chicks in him, and I was just like, nice. And I closed the door. <laughs> he just gave me thumbs Legend. up. Legend. So which one? I'm not saying. Let's start with an S. You would have said if it started with an S. Let's start with a J. And <laughs> is he married? There's only S or J. <laughs> So, so answer. Also. So the police yeah. say we've detected an order of marijuana. Oh, we're really? Gonna you, we're gonna need you. Oh, all really? With car. what? With what instrument? It was illegal, anyway. So we're all kind of freaking out. And I was just like, he's like, we need to search your vehicle. And I was like, listen, this is all the weed we have. I just gave him the bag. He's like, okay. And then he splits us up. I guess there was four of us because we were in pairs, and um, they put me in. Um, Sim in the back of a police car. They took Joab and Rick and put him somewhere else. Trying to see who's going to crack. Questioned us separately. We all said the same. I said before, I was like, tell them the fucking truth. Because yeah. like, we, we don't have enough weed to be in serious trouble. They dumped out all of our shit. They emptied the whole fucking van on the side of the highway. Opened really? all our bags. Just dumped them out. Looking for stuff. Fuck them. And then I was like, are we in trouble? And he's like, if there's only as much as you said there is, you're not in trouble. But... Meanwhile, they're grilling Joab hard. Joab's the driver. They give him a sobriety he's test. He's on the fuck two chicks, by the way. He's. They're giving him sobriety test. Hell yeah. And uh, Hell yeah, they told him to put his hands by his side, stand with his feet together, look straight up. I didn't know they still did that. This is like 2008. I, I know, even then. So look straight up and estimate when it's been 30 seconds. And Joab goes, fuck. At first I was like, don't count in your head, they'll know. And then I was like... <laughs> No count in your head for sure. <laughs> He's like, I'm way too high for this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He almost fell for it. Um, anyways, he passed. We said he hadn't smoked. Um, they, and they gave us a ticket for 420. We all thought that was fucking hilarious. Did so, they do that on purpose? Uh, it was like 111 for no seatbelts and something for, or no, it was like 300 for no seatbelts and 111 for no end or something. Did they give you. A ticket for no seatbelts and then let you drive away with no seatbelts? No, they made us fucking ferry. They said, okay, now you can't get in, so there's oh, two okay. seats. So they said, you can ferry to the nearest town, which was like 100 kilometers away. <sighs> so we, we had to wait at the side of the so road. So if we had to repack our fucking car, it's now getting dark. We Here's, here's what you really do. I'll tell you what we really did. You walk up the road. That's exactly what we did. <laughs> okay. But so we just started walking and as soon as we got to like the corner, yeah, they came back and let us in, but that was that's the story. That's a great story. It was fucking hilarious Simeon getting in the car, getting banned from Sa- well, banned from Safeway <laughs> for stealing tinfoil. That's fucking embarrassing. Where were we? We were so, read, we were reading the Bible. Uh, Not 3 minutes ago. So uh, Abimelech governed three years. They uh, they wanted to avenge him, right? What? Go back a little bit. So after Abimelech had governed Israel three years, God sent an evil spirit between Abimelech and the citizens. Oh, of did Shep- he? 
God's, an evil spirit and, now. Uh, yeah, let's I, I, let's get let's talk about that. So there's evil spirits that are in God's employ. Yeah, that he just cast down like spells. He's like that he either made or are, are they angels? Are they dead people? It's an evil. It's probably a from, demon. Are they from hell? But God God a, controls demons. Yeah, well, I guess it's an evil spirit. Why would it be in heaven? It can't be right. Well, God sent one there. I know. So. So he controls hell too. Yeah, he does. No, that's the whole point. We've been I've been saying that for forever. Is the devil is not in charge of hell. God is in charge of hell. It's not like heaven and hell are two equal and opposites. That's what it seems like. No, that's, when people talk about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. That's the meme and that like there's a spiritual battle. God is infinitely more powerful than the devil cuz he created him and yeah. hell and he sends us all there and it's God that sends people to hell, not the devil. And the devil's not like in charge of hell and he doesn't torture people. He's he just getting, opens the door. He's getting tortured right next to you. You could be like strapped to a wall getting fucked in the ass by giant like hippos. And the devil could be you right know, next door. In hell though. Or you'd right have, next to like chain. I got a philosophical question for you. Would they have to get probably gay people in heaven to fuck the people in hell? In the ass. That's because, hilarious. Because if... That is hilarious. Got... They take all the gay dudes out of heaven? <laughs> yeah. Except the problem is with that argument, I, w- I wish that were true, except yeah. there's no gay people in heaven, according to the Bible. What? It's a oh, detestable right. sin. So, okay, there's a bunch of people who wink, wink, aren't gay, but they'll do it the angels, for God. The angels that keep going back to Sodom? <laughs> yeah. We have another message for you guys. <laughs> I don't know. They keep on holding us down and fucking us. I hate it. I hate it so much. Let's go back. <laughs> because in hell, right? It's not torture if you're if you're one doing the fucking. You know. I mean, yeah. So or, if, if you're coming, I don't care. That's not torture. They just make the sp- uh, Yeah, I guess. I was gonna say they make like really homophobic guys do it to each other, but eventually those guys are probably deep down loving yeah. it. If you pick the most homophobic guys, they're the most likely to like it. I don't understand that. It's, I, I get it. Like, I get it. You're repressing shit. I get I get it. So I shouldn't have said I don't understand that. I just don't think it's as... What I meant was I don't think it's as prevalent as everyone that's an extreme homophobe it's not. is actually gay. It's not. I think there's real... Way like, higher probability. Way higher? Way higher. My sister did that before she came out. She quit <laughs> hockey because of all the lesbians on her hockey team. Do you fucking believe that shit? <laughs> is that fucking funny? She quit <laughs> hockey because there was too many lesbians... Comes out of the closet three years later. Did you ever bust her balls? All on that? the time. <laughs> what does she say? She just kind of ignores it. She doesn't really. Yeah, I was going it. through a thing. No, she never explained it. No, well, that's funny. She just actually, I remember what she says now. She said she still thought they were gross. Yeah, like to this day, she's like, "No, nah, they were still gross." That I mean, I can see that if you're if you got some like weirdos on your team that are like overly, they were butch. They're yeah. butch as fuck. Yeah. And I remember them. Hockey hockey players are worse than any other sport for like sexual shenanigans. Oh god. <laughs> Hell yeah. Especially I wonder what a bunch of like if you could you it, it's probably like this. It's probably a toned down version of this. If there was a if you were like 18 okay. and you just had hot chicks in your shower after the games, would get sexually <laughs> harassed every time. Yeah. I'm not saying they get groped, but first of all they probably get groped. Oh, for sure. And then second of all, if that didn't happen, they would get co- commented on the whole time. The entire time they played hockey. So imagine there's a bunch of lesbians. Just big old dykes. It would have to be... Out of the closet lesbians. Yeah. The culture of the team would have to be like run by these lesbians. 
they kind of were. I mean, they were just commenting on all the chicks on their team. Like in the shower and shit. I don't think... I'm trying to... According to my dyke sister, that's what happened. I'm trying to remember if I've ever had, played it with any gay dudes that I knew were gay, like openly gay dudes. One, but he wasn't open at the time. Yeah, I don't think that would fly if you were a gay dude just t- commenting on people's cocks and buttholes all the time. In hockey? Even if you it were, would. Even if you it were being would. funny about it. If you were funny enough, I don't... I don't know if you could be you'd, alpha enough to pull that off. No, you'd have to be... But you'd have to be the most the alpha on the team. You'd, you'd have, to, have to do it as a joke. You yeah. couldn't seriously be like, nice butthole, Gary, and like not expect <laughs> to get fucking... I already love it. <laughs> nice cock, I'd suck it. You know, that's fucking hilarious. I think hockey players would be fine with that. I don't know. To a certain point, I guess. It's hard to say. Me and you would be fine with it, but yeah. you know the guy on the team that is not cool with that, dude. Yeah, I don't care what you do in your own time, but leave me guy. out of it, dude. Well, there's always that guy. Yeah, that's true too. But you know, it's hard. It's hard for me to say that because every time I played hockey, all half my experiences were gay. You know, <laughs> just half of them were gay. Oh, you have to. And do now it. I do this with my hand when I say it. <laughs> okay. Gay. So the evil spirit. It's like get in that bathroom on the bus, take off all your clothes with all the other rookies, and pick up all the change with you on the ground. <laughs> You know how many rookies did you have to do that? I with? didn't have to do it. My friend did. I was no, I was a dick as a rookie. I was like, "Fuck you! I'm not doing your shit." So then I kind of yeah, I got at the rookie party, got it pretty bad. <laughs> you got I I was the opposite. I was I was like, I'm just gonna be the most. They love that guy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What do you want me to drink? I'll drink all that. Okay. What do you got next? I'll fucking do it. Let's go. And I just did everything. I almost lost the cookie race. I was like, "Fuck you." <laughs> I took a swing at one of the vets, and he pushed me down the stairs. <laughs> True story. <laughs> and then you said, I'm going to come back in a year. Yeah, I'm going to come back in a year and kick your ass. just need to train first. Okay, so. Let me sober up. The evil spirit is there, and everyone's, they're robbing people, according to Abimelech. It, like, tr- passers-by? Yeah, so in opposition, the citizens of Shechem set up men on hilltops to ambush and rob everyone who passed by. And this was reported to Abimelech. So this not like, the people in their this town. This is his government policy. It's the opposite of tourism. Anybody mm. that comes near... Don't or, come near me. Yeah. And the, the word's not, word takes a while to get out yeah. that you're getting robbed. You're going to get a lot of people Should we go over through. to the, see what Shechem's got? See their wares and stores? I mean, two years or four years ago, he's been really for three years, right? They're like, four years ago I was there. They were super chill. <laughs> <laughs> now, Gail... Fucking great. Gal, G-A-A-L, son of Ebed, moved with his brothers into Shechem, and its citizens put their confidence in him. After they had gone out into the fields and gathered the grapes and trodden them, then they held a festival in the temple for their god. While they were eating and drinking, they cursed Abimelech. I gotta say, man, those old harvest parties must have been kick-ass. When you finally, like, finish... Like harvesting all your food for for sure, and then and then you drink half the wine in one night. Every single culture has it. Like we just finished the all the work. Now let's have a fucking party. So much, and it's so much work. <laughs> and then it starts again the next day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, immediately, <laughs> immediately again. One day off. Um. So they were e- while they were eating and drinking, they cursed Abimelech. Um. I don't. So, I think they introduced this guy gal son of ebed to say like people liked him the citizens had gained confidence in him and they were this is like they were eating and drinking and cursing so the average person thinks abimelech sucks as a king i think that's the story here 
How long did that take? Three years for them to be like, this guy's killing a lot of people. Yeah. When your king's first order of business is to murder his entire family, maybe go, eh, maybe that was a mistake, unelected, you know? Because you still have all the power. Uh, who's, oh, I guess who's, he hired mercenaries. Who's you? Of the people in the town. When he's like, people in the town, kill all my brothers. And then they were like, okay. And then you just agree? He's like, been in office for one day. He just got the castle or whatever. And he's like, murder my entire family. Everyone's like, yeah, sounds about right. He's the king. We First have order to do of business. I can't believe that there was ever... I can't believe that there's still places where a king has just absolute power and people do what they say because Thailand. He's, because he's the king. Thailand has a king. Who else has a king? No, I mean, Sweden has a king. Does it really? Yeah. He goes to strip clubs and hunts all the time. He's like... Is every- he like a, a ruling king or is it like no, England? No, 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 It's like oh, okay. England. Because ruling king, Thailand has a ruling king. That's fucked up. King of Thailand is the final decision maker and everything. <laughs> is that crazy? So is a fucking king. He threw his wife... And they love him, he, apparently. He threw his wife in prison. I just read an article about this last, like, three days the ago. The king of Thailand? Yeah. What? Because she was nagging him too much. <laughs> And it was like a constitutional <laughs> thing. He was like, I'm citing here where it says uh, if they nag too much, they can go to jail. And I'm using the nagging clause. And she's like, where does it say that? And he's like writing it in yeah. at the moment. I'm the king, bitch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like how God can kill people. But as soon as God kills people, it becomes righteous. Because mm-hmm. he did it. So it said so by God. Yeah. And I said so. So then Gail, son of... Uh, Ebed said, who is Abimelech? I swear to me. <laughs> so Gael, son of Ebed, said, who is Abimelech and who is Shechem that we should be subject to him? Isn't he Jerobeel's son? And isn't he Zebul's deputy? Serve the men of Hammer, Shechem's father. Why should we serve Abimelech? If only this people were under my command, then I would get rid of them. And I would say to Abimelech, call out your whole army. So that's what happened to the demon. So the demon's there. It's just it's just there. The God with sent- no consequence. So the demon, it's between the people of Shechem and Abimelech. So so the evil spirit is discontent. So it's causing them to get mad at yes Abimelech. Yes, that's what's that's all the demon does. Yes, yes, that's that's, de- that's that's not that's not really. Well, Kyle, that's the how fucking demons actually work in practice. Really, with <laughs> okay. whatever you know about demons or think you know, uh. this is the real book. This is the actual source of all that bullshit. So whatever you think you know about demons, fucking throw it out the window. How come the demon? So this demon <laughs> yeah. just makes people go, I don't really like that guy. <laughs> that sucks. That's the whole, that's the power of this demon. God is so uncreative. Also, the demon does the exact same thing as one of his spells previously. You know? Yeah. Exactly the same thing. So, how but now you- he has to exist there. The spell just happens. Yeah. This dude has to just live there the now, spirit. being in between people, <laughs> and wanting to fuck them so bad, so and not allowed. How do you know what spirits want to fuck? How do you know that evil they, ones? They don't even have a dick. They're spirits, Kyle. Uh, isn't that what? Isn't that what demons do? Rape you in hell? We you just said that. No, I was saying demons get tortured in hell the same as us. They're not in charge. You know why a demon wouldn't do that to you? Because I'd Cause like you it. Love it. <laughs> it wouldn't be torture. You'd love it. Good one, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, how do we torture this and guy? They're like, uh, let him fuck a woman. 
Good one. <laughs> really good. He would hate that. Because he's gay. Because <laughs> he's a gay lord. He's a gay guy. It's like, I don't care that biologically it feels good. The idea of it repulses me. That's tor- it's torture. That is so funny, Kyle. I'm so butthurt by that. Yeah. So. You're playing log. So Gail said, um, also he's took, isn't he, Zib- isn't Zabul his deputy? So I don't know. Who- I'm confused of who the fuck that is and what a deputy. So, so here's the. So places. In He's the got Bible. This deputy is, you know. They have a sheriff too? Did someone shoot him? <laughs> they didn't shoot Zabul the deputy. Okay? So. I shot the king. Here it comes. But I did not shoot the. You're the fucking most annoying team. person to read to because you're like, what's happening? What's going And I start to read to you to tell you what's happening. You're like, this is dumb. I don't understand. <laughs> it's so confusing. When's what happened in the last paragraph? <laughs> Who's the olive tree that's king of all the other trees? I didn't realize the I didn't realize the situation. I thought he was asking the trees for permission Douglas, to be king. The situation, MacArthur. Okay, so I thought you were saying the guy from uh from Jersey Shore. No, I'm talking about <laughs> Douglas the Situation MacArthur. He's a general in World War II. Pretty, the Sitch? Nah. He's from the shore, baby. He's got mediocre abs. When the Z- when the Zabul governor, when the Jesus Christ, when Zabul, the governor of the city, heard what Gal, son of Ebed, said, he was very angry. Undercover, he sent messengers to Abimelech saying, "Gal, son of Ebed, and his brothers have come to Shechem and are stirring up the city against you. Now then, during the night, you and your men should come and lie in wait in the fields. In the morning, in the fields." Yeah, they're gonna Senator. Add- I'm a house nigger. <laughs> you remember that? Bill Maher did. What? Bill Maher. I don't know what you're he talking about. He said it. Okay. Live and then had to apologize to like Ice Cube or something. It was hilarious. <laughs> he was talking to a dude from uh from like like Senator of like Missouri or something. Mm-hmm. Right? Somewhere in the South. And the senator goes, You should come work in the fields. And Man. he goes, Senator, work in the fields. I'm a house nigger. <laughs> He's the whitest, most annoying guy in the world. I hate it. It was a great joke, and he got slaughtered for it. When did this happen? I don't know, a year ago, a year and a half ago. Um, when Zabul, the governor of the city. I'm just going to heard... put my own beeps in there with my mouth. I'm going to redo it and just go, boop. <laughs> Every time. Boop. We're not going to bleep it out. Everybody oh, knows boop. what the fuck we're saying. It's funny if I just go, boop. I mean,. People who bleep out their swear words that still leave them on are fucking losers. Like, you know how people fucking write like, well, I guess F- we're losers because I've done it tomorrow. You're not going to bleep them out. You're not going to bleep them out. Stand by your swear words. <laughs> You're the fucking guy that's like, listen, I'm going to be the over the top racist guy and everything I say I believe in and I never apologize. <laughs> yeah, now you're yeah. bleeping out. Only sarcastically. <laughs> I'm actually going to bleep this out. No. Boop. Especially, oh my god! Yeah, what's going on? Just what's going on that brain of yours. I was reading fucking tweets of people bleep like who the f dash dash <laughs> bleeping like, their. You're like we're on the fucking internet, you asshole! Like, yeah, but I want my blue check mark. You know, it's, it's so fucking lame. It's so lame to bleep out your swear words. What the frig? At least stand beside your your nigger swear words. <laughs> as... God damn it, Caleb! Jesus, no hard ends. Only light 
jovial ends. I thought it was hard R's. I guess What's so. What's a soft N? I don't know. I thought it is R. <laughs> Look, I'm not racist enough to know. <laughs> what the intricacy is. I feel like every actual racist in the word could use that excuse. What? I'm not racist enough to know? Yeah, I'm just... I'm not racist enough to know better, guys. <laughs> it's just what my grandfather says. When Zabul, the governor when of the no city... boobs around. ...heard what Gallison of Ebed said, he was very angry, sent a messenger under- undercover, said, right, you know, in the morning at sunrise, we'll advance against the city. When Gallon and his men come out against you, do whatever your hands find to do. <laughs> <laughs> hey, whatever your hands are feel like doing, let it happen. Just let it <laughs> Just let it let your fingers go wherever When Gal and his men come you know out against they you, go. do whatever your hand finds to do. So Abimelech and all of his That troops, can either mean two things. That can mean kill somebody or finally let that finger in his butt, you know? Okay. So Abimelech <laughs> and all his troops two set out by... <laughs> He knows what it's down there, what they want to do. Stop. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> Not really. I'm going to get to 69. So... So Abimelech and all his troops set out by night and took up concealed positions near Shechem in four companies. Now Gael, son of Ebed, had gone out and was standing at the entrance to the city gate just as Abimelech and his soldiers came out from their hiding place. When Gael saw them, he said to Zebul, Look, people are coming down from the tops of the mountains, Zebul replied. You mistake the shadows of the mountains for men. But Gael spoke up again. So, by the way, Zebul works for a bim or a gal, right? Yeah, he's his deputy. No, no, no. Abimelech works for. Abimelech is the king. Abimelech's the king. Zebul is his deputy. Yeah, but Gal. So Zebul says, "Lay us like a trap, like a sneak attack in the fields." But him and Gal are on the same side. So Zebul is defecting from Gal's side, but Gal had already known. That Zabul works for Abimelech. So why are they talking to each other is my point. That's confusing. So are they on the same side or not? So Abim- so Zabul says, go hide in the fields. Now Gal and Zabul... And he's like, the fields? <laughs> yes, go on. Yep. You're spending all of our nigger dollars. <laughs> Our bank account is depleted. I know. We're out. <laughs> if we release this podcast, we're going to be broke. This is 99, I think, too. This is the great one. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> this is Wayne Gretzky. We either got to call it the great one. Yeah, that's the, what we're calling it. I was going to say or Caleb's IQ. Let's call it the great. Boop. <laughs> <laughs> when Gal saw them, he said to Zebul, look, people are coming down from the mountaintops. Zebul replied, you mistake the shadows of the mountains for men. But Gail spoke up again. Look, the people are coming down from the center of the land, and a company is coming from the direction of the south. Uh, <clears throat> sorry, is coming the direction of the soothsayer's tree. Then Zebul said to him, "Where is your big talk now? You who said, who is Abimelech that we should be subject to him? Aren't these men? Aren't these the men you ridiculed? Go out and fight them." So Zabul. So Bool, yeah, Zabul says to Gal like. What, you tough talker? Like, what are you going to oh, yeah? do? yeah? You think you're a tough guy? Go fight a hundred dudes. Yeah. So. <laughs> I heard, I think this is just a meme that just happens now, but I laugh my balls off. Someone wrote, it reminded me of it. Like, oh, you think you're tough? 
fucking fight a hundred guys then. I saw one like, oh, some chick around, oh, you think you're a feminist? Name every woman. <laughs> the same man. Oh, God, I died. So Gal led out the citizens of Shechem and fought Abimelech. Man, it's amazing how the, many times the citizens of Shechem have switched sides in this story. Well, they're clearly easily led. Right? I'm your king. Okay. Murder 70 people. Okay. What's the demon doing? The demon at has this point. The demon is what turned the people of Shechem against Abimelech, right? Yeah. Jotham, who was saying all that shit from the rock, he's never been mentioned again. No, he's done. Zabul has defected and changed sides twice. Gal, son of Eved, who, like I like how they Whose side is Gal on? That's the confusing the part. The Shechemite side? He's like He's just a dude that likes fucking with people. It's a civil war, so he is you know, the upstart. He's the okay. leader of the revolution. So why is he hanging out with Zabul? That's what I want to know. When he clearly says Zabul is Abimelech's deputy, yeah. and now he's like, what do you think? Should we go fight those guys? And he's like, no, just you, actually. <laughs> yeah. Remember when you said my king wasn't tough? Well, <laughs> yeah. you're going to so die, Ga- I so guess. So Gal let out the citizens of Shechem. Abimelech chased him, and many fell wounded in the flight, all the way to the entrance of the gate. Abimelech stayed in Amrurah, and Zabul drove Gal and his brothers out of Shechem. So Gal took his army out of the fortified city, was ambushed, was harried all the way back to the castle, and then Zabul kicked him out. <laughs> oh, instead of killing him? That's what... Just like, get out of here. That's how the story went. That seems unlikely. They said, it's closing time, you don't have to go home, you but can't you can't stay, stay here. here. Classic song. The next day, the people of Shechem went out to the fields, and so this was the reported fields. to Abimelech. Oh my God. What? So he took his men, divided them into three companies, and set an ambush in the fields. Why are they going out to the fields? Are they is it harvest time or are they just like going out looking for a fight? Who knows? When he saw the people coming out of the city, he rose to attack them. Abimelech and the companies with him rushed forward to a position at the entrance to the city gate. Then two companies rushed upon those in the fields and struck them down. All that day, Abimelech pressed his attack against the city until he had captured it and killed its people. Then he destroyed the city and scattered salt over it. Badass. That'll do it. Nothing can grow. On hearing this... Where do you get that much salt? Yeah. That That seems a little... The Dead Sea. Ridiculous. The Dead Sea was probably where they got most of their salt, but it's still... he's just drying it out for months? It dried itself out. Wasn't... Yeah, that's true. They, Wasn't salt, though, like one of the most expensive things back then? It was. I read that. It so was. he's just putting it everywhere. But they had the one of the best sources for salt in the whole world in the Dead Sea. That's true. It's still to this day, like, I was going to say a billion dollar industry, but I don't, I don't know how much. But it's worth a lot of money. Just the mud and salt from the Dead Sea. Yeah. It's like really good. <laughs> you know what else has salt? Almost everything. But not as much. That true. True. Is that why it's getting smaller? They're just evaporating all the water. Um. Yes. Salt mining. Yes. Yes. Both those things. Actually. Yes. Oh. On hearing this, the citizens in the tower of Shechem went out into the str- went out. Sorry, went into the stronghold of the temple of El Barith because they heard Gal got kicked out. So so they went and hid in a temple. So Ga- so Gal. 
Gal's in his town and he looks at the mountains and he says, I think there's people coming down. And then his distrustful deputy goes, those are just shadows. Yeah. You should get out there. You had all that tough talk. He goes out. He gets fucking killed. All many of his men die. They run back to the town. Zebul kicks him out. Now Gal is who knows where Gal is. He's in the next town. He went to um and now and, the people are panicking and uh, hiding in a temple. Well, they've gone out now to attack again, and Abimelech is now Who are they attacking? Abimelech in the fields. The king oh. Abimelech. Why wouldn't he be in the town that he rules? It's a very dumb and confusing story. It's very confusing. But, Why is he hiding in the mountains when he's the king of that fucking place? Imagine if you had to do doesn't sound like he's the king. No, wait, Kyle. It sounds ma- like a guy that called himself the king. What I'm this is on whoever wrote this bullshit. Yeah. Like, imagine you had to describe World War One, and it's only you, and you're like, so first Germany did some shit, and then France did some Was shit. Was it good or bad? That's <laughs> up to you to decide. He's like describing this war is probably like, I don't, I don't know, I can't say probably. Most wars last many years, right? So this guy is condensing it into I'd four be like, paragraphs. okay, here's what happened. The Germans got mad because the Jews were stealing all their pennies, right? And then World Hitler. War One. Oh, right. That was different. Hitler was World War Two. <laughs> that I know. That I do know. On hearing this, the citizens went out. Abimelech heard that they had assembled there. He and all his men went up to the Mount Zalman, where he took an axe and cut off some branches, which he lifted to his shoulders. He ordered the men with him. <laughs> Quick. I, I know, right? This is very important to your salvation. He ordered the men with him, quick, do what you have seen me do. Cut off branches? So all the men cut branches and followed Abimelech. I could write this whole paragraph with one sentence, I guarantee it, but keep going. They piled they built a them fire. Ag- they piled them against the stronghold and set it on fire over the people inside. See what I'm doing? Chop, chop. Chop, chop, hold. You see that? Do that. Chop, chop, hold. So all the people in the Tower of Shechem, about a thousand men and women also died. That's actually a fucking brutal... what happened? A thousand... So he they fled to the tower in their town. So their town and was over... And they burned the, ta- the and tower? Then, yeah. A thousand men and women in a tower got burned. That's fucked up. Isn't that? So people still like this guy or what? Next, Abimelech went to Thebes and besieged it and captured it. Inside the city, however, was a strong tower to which all the men and Ooh, women... could not be burned. <laughs> all the people... He's like, let's do it again. You remember what I did last time? They locked chop, themselves chop. in and climbed up to the tower roof. Abimelech went to the tower and stormed it. You know what's funny? The idea of like them being in a tower, which is a defensive position. Yeah. You should have weapons up there now. Mm-hmm. And seeing soldier by soldier carry a bundle of sticks, a faggot, if you will... Down to the down to the base of the tower. And one by one, just letting it happen. Huh, what about they're doing with those? I mean, it's possible and probable <laughs> that they shot whatever missiles that they had and threw rocks on them, but it's still like... But I guess the Bible left that part out. And how much easier is it to just throw a bunch of wood and light it on fire? Like, how many casualties do you think you'd... I A lot. A lot? You don't think any... To burn down a tower, you probably need a lot of sticks. I've played tower defense for a lot of times. <laughs> yeah, and it's not that much. Level Past level like four, it's pretty much impossible to do with just arrows. Bricks don't work that well. Anyways. I mean, they don't burn that well. So he's now at this new tower. Well. He, he stormed it, but as he approached the entrance to the tower to set it on fire, a woman dropped 
an upper millstone on his head and oh, cracked his skull. So the other one didn't do that. They just let it happen. It's what I'm telling you is they probably defended as best they could, but were overrun. We don't know that. This is the first mention of anyone fighting back. So, <laughs> you're so oh man, the way you're so literal Named when it helps you, once. <laughs> and, and so like abstract when it doesn't. When you want to criticize it, I don't know what you're talking about. Hurriedly, he called to his armor bearer, I "Draw just your say sword." Say whatever I can to win an argument. Yeah, I that know. That ain't me. <laughs> Hurriedly, so he, a woman dropped an upper millstone on his head and cracked his skull. Hurriedly, he called his armor bearer, draw your sword and kill me, so they can't say a woman killed him. <laughs> what? So he's like, I'm going to die now. Quickly, kill me so they can't say a woman did it. <laughs> With a rock. So his servant ran him through and he Abimelech. died. Didn't die from a woman. <laughs> nope. Totally not a woman. No, nope, definitely not. That'd be on like his, for all time, a king getting murdered by a woman. That's happened twice already. Was he a king, the guy that ran away where she stabbed him in the head? Yep. That yep. was a king too, With right? With the tent peg, yeah. yep. That's two. They're really making themselves known in the Bible now, eh? So, chicks be uprising. They're about to get... Chicks be uprising. <laughs> you Did like you that? say that? I didn't like it. <laughs> After it came out of my mouth, I didn't want to dwell on it. I was going to move past it. Chicks be uprising. Yeah, I said it. I said it. I regret it. I regret it more than saying the N-word. I'm just going to say that also. <laughs> I regret it more. <laughs> oh. Okay. Soft N. Yeah. Uh, when Israel saw that Abimelech was dead, they went home. <laughs> Pack well, it up, boys. Nothing to see here. <laughs> Why are we killing these people? Because oh, that one guy. Okay. He's dead. Yeah, he's dead now. Thus, God repaid the wickedness that Abimelech had done to his father by murdering his 70 brothers. He also didn't murder 70 brothers. He murdered 69. Yeah. But why do they leave that in? God's bad at math, too. God also made the men of Shechem pay for all their wickedness. The curse of Jotham, son of Jerubal, came on them. That's the story of Abimelech. I liked it. Yeah. A lot of, a little more racist than I thought it'd be. Oh my god! But, you know, that's the Bible for you. What did I learn? What did <laughs> I learn? <laughs> Kyle's feeling so awkward. He's asking himself questions now. What did you learn, Kyle? Hmm. I learned nothing. Okay. I learned that being a warlord is awesome until you get hit in the head by a woman. Then that sucks. It's the worst part of dying. Dude, how, who gets fucking their skull cracked by a millstone and still able to talk? He's fine. That's the thing. He's fine. Just bleeding. <laughs> Except once you get, if you got a, like a head wound, That's what you're I mean. probably just going to get an infection and die back then. It says it cracked his skull. So his skull is fucking fractured, probably yeah. smashed yeah. in. And he's still talking. That can happen. I saw a guy try to jump a skateboard across two buildings, fall in between them. Crack his skull completely off the side, and a piece of his brain was on the ground, and he was talking. What did he say? I don't know. He went up to like the fence because he was like fenced in between the two buildings, and said something really retarded to his friend, and then uh, passed out. And then died. And then no, I thought he died. I thought I watched someone die, and then they kept the video going. And he was like, had his head wrapped by the ambulance, and they're like, yeah, he's gonna be fine. Somehow. What about part, that part of his brain probably? I was... guess he doesn't remember math anymore. Hmm. I can live with that. All right. 
Um, so that friend killed Campbell. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Being a warlord's awesome. What did I learn? Nothing. 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 I Again, just ask... another fucking dumb story that the Bible tells for literally no reason. I liked it. I liked the it part. Was pretty good. I liked the part where they burned a thousand men and women alive. I liked the fact <laughs> that we learned that. This was actually the first king of Giz- uh, Israel, not Saul. I guess he wasn't king of Israel. He was king of Shechem. Because <clears throat> um, Saul is always quoted as... The- I did like it, but I, they really yada yachted over murdering 70 of his brothers. Yeah. I they th- just like said it and then moved on. And then God took credit for it I at could, the very end. I where he was like, by the way, that was his punishment, was me murdering his brothers. I, that's so Which much- we kind of brushed by it because he did it. Yeah. That's what he wanted. No, God no God repaid him for that by Oh, by what? Getting a millstone dropped on his head. <laughs> is that what it says? And then Thus God repaid. Thus oh, okay. is a word that I use often, mm-hmm. which means because of. So all of that shit happened. Thus God repaid. <laughs> because of. You gotta raise your finger like this and say it all condescending. Some words can mean two words. That's interesting. Yeah. Like because. It's Cause B. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is this over? Yeah, just read the fucking. We got an email and a picture in the email. Tits. Nice. No way. No. It's a certificate of membership for what the fuck? I don't know. Oh, Jesus. Certificate of membership. This certificate is awarded to. I'm not going to say their names. Jordan and Tanya something <laughs> through profession of faith and love for Jesus Christ membership to sunrise UMC Pueblo, Colorado, May 12, 2019. May your family something love for Christ continue to grow as you serve God, the United Methodist church and the faith community. You get an award. I think maybe that's the credibility. They're trying to show me. So that's hilarious. I think it's like just like look at this bullshit. I got why, why would you? It's probably you gave this much money, so we have to give you something. We got a we got a certificate of like Holy Land pilgrimage. What does that our, mean? It means nothing, but it's like we got a certificate for going to Israel. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, with our for tour. going on vacation. Yeah, awesome. God loves that. <laughs> I don't know if you guys knew God loves that. Hey guys, I'm feeling very conflicted. You've made it abundantly clear. That you think I'm a fucking moron. <laughs> I don't think we talked to this person before. Well, Tanya, I don't believe so. Dude, of all the shit. So she's saying she. Because of I what think, we say about. I think the certificate people. proves that she believes it. Yeah. I, I think so too. If you actually believe this, I think you are a fucking moron. <laughs> Double down. I don't know how to say it any other way. It's outrageous, but go ahead. You think I'm a fucking moron, but I'm a Christian and I listen to this podcast. I I respect the shit out of that. Me too. And also, I didn't think you guys existed, but there's two of you willing to email in, which means there's more. The fact that you have the balls to listen and email. Oh man, I really hope knowing how we were to the other guy. <laughs> I know. I really hope you got some answers. That'd be sweet. And listen to this podcast. My husband and I recently joined a church, and I was looking for a real faith podcast to help me get closer to God. <laughs> <laughs> But it's, dude, God sent you here. God sent you to us. That's yeah. That's this is the path God chose for you. Sometimes because you don't have free will. <laughs> this is what God wants you to do. Sometimes God speaks through field n words. 
<laughs> you clearly fucked up, and this is your punishment. God, <laughs> real faith podcast to help me get closer to God, but instead stumbled on you two dumbasses. <laughs> I'm only through podcast. You made it to 52? <laughs> That's fucking awesome. I don't know how you listen to this. I guess I kind of get you gotta it. You got to email them back and say, listen, we're, we responded to your email. Yeah. Because she's not going to hear this for like six months. That's true. We will. I will do that. Probably not. Through Podcast 52, but I have learned a lot and used the knowledge of the Bible on multiple occasions. Okay, so if you're learning, hang on, let's take this as... She's learning our arguments and probably counter, counter-measuring them. Okay, I'd love for you... My mom talks directly to God, and she has no counters for these arguments, so... She, they're about to explain, she's about to explain. I took a class on the book, How to Read the Bible, <laughs> and I thought... Of your takes almost every class. Okay. I already like it. I don't... Just read it. Are we getting, like, complimented here? Just read it. We don't know yet. dumbass, but... One of the homework assignments was to research certain historical archaeological questions. I chose to research if the Israelites were really slaves in Egypt. Oh, what did they... What did you find? I half-assessed the research, but came to the same conclusion you did. It did not happen. (laughs) Okay, thank you. I mean, so what do you, how do you still believe Let's finish, let's finish it. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. I don't know how you reconcile that, but I want to hear it. I also started doing the readings at church sometimes, and last weekend, as I was standing in front of about 30 people, 30, that's a small church. You should start doing comedy, you'll have better crowds. (laughs) Reading Jeremiah 31, 27, 34. Hang on, let's read it. I got it queued up here. And I couldn't stop thinking of you and wondering what you'd think of that verse. It was very distracting to me. Let's read it. 31, 27, 34. All right. Just a little side note. Back when we had sword drills in Sunday school, I was one of the fastest. What is a sword drill? A sword drill is you, everyone takes their Bible, they holds it up, and the the you know teacher or, or pastor says, you know, Jeremiah 31, 27, and that... Oh, Whoever fuck. can finds the verse the fastest. That's actually fun. That yeah. would be fun. So here it is. Jer- Jeremiah 31, 27. The days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will plant the house of Israel and the house of Judah with offspring of men and of animals, just as I watched over them to uproot and tear down and to overthrow, destroy and bring disaster. So I will watch over them to build and plant, declares the Lord. So he's taking claim for destroying everything. So he's saying, just as I watch them yeah. uproot and tear down and overthrow and destroy, I'll watch them be good. I so, think she meant the whole thing, 27 to 34. So that's a lot. That was verse 27. I'll keep, I'll keep reading. Um, in those days, the people will no longer say, the fathers have eaten sour grapes and the children's teeth are set on edge. Instead, everyone will die for his own sin. Whoever eats sour grapes, his own teeth will be set on edge. The time is coming, declares the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. It will not be like the covenant I made with their forefathers when I took them <laughs> no, this one's for real, by hand <laughs> to lead them out of Egypt because they broke my covenant. Though I was a husband to them, declares the Lord. Um, and there's a, there's a little note there about husband. And it says, or was their master. That's a, that's, that's enlightening. Yeah. 
that uh, husband, husband and is master is, is the same word. I'm the boss. Um, I guess continue reading their email. That was the end of that paragraph. So, I but think, there is a question after this. Okay, well, we'll get to the question. I just generally what I get out of that verse is God saying that uh, He's going to make a new covenant, which everybody knows. He's saying, despite all the bad shit that happened, I just watched it happen. Also. And I also am going to watch you rebuild, Wink, unless you piss me off. But he, he used to say that, you know, they'll be prosperous for seven generations and I will punish the fourth and fifth generations. That Now God is saying everyone will die for their own sin. Oh, okay. But it's just annoying that God's always changing his fucking covenants. Covenants. I like how we felt the need to put uh, parallel ideas, contradicting ideas in the same book yeah well god did it so it's not contradicting anymore that's true we just don't i'm too dumb to get it so my question for you is if i've not proved that on this podcast (laughs) what does the bible say about me listening to this podcast good question well the bible says do not yoke yourself with unbelievers the bible says don't listen to people who don't think like you so you should stop listening oh really but the Bible also says a lot of other dumb shit. So the whole point in this podcast is fuck the Bible. So. The whole point of this podcast is can you believe all the contradicting and outrageous things that are in this podcast? So if you're going to start living your life biblically, I suggest you make some wardrobe changes. You grow out the corners of your beard. You start having periods in your house. and uh, In your town. In your town. you got to leave town. So you got to move to a really small town Outside or you're going to be limits. having a fucking commute, a hell of a commute once a month. It's going to be a bitch. I don't think what you is... should wear fucking jewelry or... or braid your hair or talk in church or even email this podcast. That's what I think, Tanya. On one hand, it's complete blasphemy. <laughs> but on the other hand, it's so much more interesting than reading it on my own. And I've learned a ton of useful knowledge. Yeah, keep listening. I encourage you to keep listening because ideally, listen, I'm not here to make people lose their faith, even though I am here to make people lose their faith. I'm not, that's not what I want, though. That's not, I don't want to be, I don't win when you're like, so there's nothing and it's just brutal and then you die. That's not, it doesn't have to be brutal. Some it, people are happy. I don't understand. Just not, maybe not people wearing all black. Can you read? <laughs> if you're literate, I don't know how you're happy. Um, I don't, I don't, I get, well, I forget my point. I forget my point. Rabble, rabble, rabble. My point is I want to expose how fucking dumb this book is. If everybody who says they believe in it knew what it says, a lot less people would believe in it. I kind of get her next point because you do know a lot of extra shit about the Bible that most people don't know. Yeah. Like most people don't know it. So her next thing is Caleb gives great background of recaps to sum up what certain things mean. As well as reminding us of what happened before. And that is true. Like, reading it on your own, you wouldn't know any of that shit. You'd have to get homeschooled and have it beaten into your stupid, soft kid brain for about 15 years to get Caleb's knowledge of the subject. Oh, man. And I read so many fucking books about the Bible also. Really? Yeah. All the apologies and all the, like, biblical histories and all the, like, explaining why. the Even in the face of, like, terrible... Like, that... Atlas I got, the Bible Atlas that yep. says it's impossible that the apostles took the roots <laughs> yeah. that they said. Just immediately. People write books to go, It's there's, possible. There's this a is, way. This is one Hear way. Hear me out. <laughs> yeah. So the bullet traveled around yeah. Yeah. JFK, ricocheted off his elbow, then hit him in the head. There was only one shooter. There was only one God. 
Bible Beers podcast. Uh, <laughs> and Mohammed is his prophet. Yeah, Caleb, reminding us of what happened before. And Kyle has the best insights and questions. That's sarcastic. Nope. In brackets, but will always be the interrupter. It's genuine. <laughs> That's sarcastic. It's genuine. It's genuine. I like this person a lot. I do the same thing with your podcast that most Christians, including me, I guess, do with the Bible. And take the useful stuff and ignore the stuff I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> I love this person. I can I mean, that. if you're actually religious, which I think you are, you should be proof. That is crazy. Oh, yeah. That's and why. good for you. I that's should. why. <clears throat> In case Caleb is over there saying he doesn't believe a real Christian is listening, I've attached a picture of our church membership certificate. Thanks for your insight. Hey. Tanya. Well. Appreciate the email. I, I like that one. That. I respect it, too. I respect just going, fuck you, I'm listening, but eh, I'm going to ignore. <laughs> I suggest everyone ignore at least 10% of this every podcast we put out. I'd say more than that. Nope, just 10. 10%. I think you should focus on that 10%, just that 10%, and ignore the ignore the Bible stuff. Man, tell all your friends about this podcast. I would really like you to email back. I guess this is not really conducive to the conversation I want to have, but I want to know how you can listen to 50 episodes of this podcast. 52. Because I went fucking hard in the beginning. About Real how, hard. About how dumb I'm surprised this is. people can get past that. That's what I mean. And that you're still like, God's real. This Here's the thing. People have a relationship with this imaginary thing in their heads that look out for them. Yeah. And the Bible was the a beginning of that, but they're like, Bibles, we don't really need the Bible to have this relationship. I think that I, have I have an answer. I think it's that they don't take it literally. No, they they, they at all. They do, they disagree with us thinking you have to take the Bible literally. Yeah, because once you do that, you can make conceits for everything we said. But also, if this is what we're going off of, and that's what they say they believe, and no one really believes that. I just have a relationship with God that I like to maintain. I like to talk. To, yeah, yeah. Like, then they don't. They just. Want, they like the idea of someone looking out for him all the time. Oh, my God. And you know how what I think about the New Testament and books written about Jesus. And you know, the, there's people that believe in Mormonism, okay? That we know Joseph Smith. We know he was a liar. Like, we, we can prove it. The guy wrote it. Do you know what they say, though, right? Because you know he's arrested for, um, what's it called? Like, hus- not hustling when you, like, trick people, money out of people. Fuck. Fraud. Yeah, I guess. But he was arrested for it. They just go, that was him trying to, that was the government trying to shut him down. Yeah. So, but my point is. seats for anything. So, so we know people lie and make stuff up. That's like, uh, everybody knows that. People do, not gods. But the thing. Or sons thereof. The the thing they they say about the disciples were really willing to get crucified for their beliefs. That's the number one. That's the only thing that they have is that these people died for their beliefs. When you can prove that there's crazy people dying for other crazy beliefs, and it was written 38 or 28 years after the fact. Yeah. It hasn't been 28 years since 9-11. No one believes, like, no one believes the same thing about that. <gasps> Not even and close. And we have fucking cell phone footage of it. That's true. That is crazy. Yeah. They're, they're like, no, fire can't melt steel beams, dog. Building seven, bro. Hell yeah. All right. Uh, I think that's the podcast. Thanks for listening. Um, Kyle, do you have anything? Where can they find us? Um, you can find us. If you us- want to be like Tanya and be awesome. If you want to be awesome in an email, just compliment me. Because I'm the one reading them. <laughs> Insult Caleb and compliment me. You can send those emails to Biblebeaters at CanadaComedy.ca. I apologize for this Tanya, episode. sign up all your fucking friends. Sign them up. Sign them up. Subscribe. 
on iTunes. I swear to God. Put it in their fucking phone. If you, you don't know be a great prank, legitimately. <laughs> he stops the music. I'm stopping it because I think this is a great idea. There's no, what are the chances her friends or her uh, people are as cool as her? Dude, that would you be know? a good prank. Get your friends to lose their faith. <laughs> it's the best prank. Do you know what Jesus says about that? It's better for you to tie a millstone around your neck and jump into the sea than get your friends to listen to this podcast. That is true. That but, should be a fucking shirt of we, this podcast. That, you know, that's a good one. <laughs> That is a I'd really ra- good one, I'd actually. rather tie a rock around my neck and jump in the ocean than listen to the Bible Beater podcast. <laughs> I love it. We're doing it. So if you just took... Here's the best part. You put it in there. If they listen to podcasts, they're going to have an app or something. Everyone has an app, right? You just subscribe. Our podcast, and it'll pop up. There's no fucking way they're going to think it's anti-Christian. And it's destiny. In the same way that you were looking for something to like pump up your faith and you stumbled on this shitty podcast... You could do that to your friends. Just anyone, really. <laughs> that would blow their mind. A Bible podcast popping up in their feed? That's fucking hilarious. It's probably funnier than this podcast itself. <laughs> we won't know until you do it. Okay. Subscribe on iTunes. Good night. Follow us everywhere where we don't post on social media. We posted. I posted. Yeah, I post too. Not really. Well,